Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. We will get there. We'll get some netball chat in at some point. But for now, we've got some cricket chat. And, well, England, they well, they fell to a bit of a humiliating test defeat in the end to India at Lords, who were strong when it mattered. Well, Cricket Australia, they've got a couple of issues going on at the moment. A couple of fires they might just need to put out with the head coach, Justin Langer, coming under a serious, serious amount of heat for the results, but more so probably for... Um, the review from the players into some of the alleged intense behaviour from the coach, Justin Langer. They went down in the T20 series recently to Bangladesh, which, to be fair, is not that bad over there. Bangladesh are good in their own conditions, but it's led to a bit of a, a, bit of a standoff, and there's been some heated exchanges between Langer and also a Cricket Australia staff member in a team hotel after that series defeat, and some concerns around his leadership as the Aussie team head into a huge summer as for Cricket Australia. They have the ashes on the horizon and, and Cricket Australia has come out last night and they've put their full support behind Langer, stating that he has done an incredible job with the culture of the team and they fully intend on seeing out his contract, which goes through till the end of the T20 World Cup next and also the home ashes. So it's a fascinating old situation. And when we're sitting over here in New Zealand, we love seeing... The Aussie cricket voice, just a little bit of infight. And we've got a man on the phone now who is our SEN colleague over in Queensland. He's an absolute champion of a bloke as well, as all former wicket keepers are. It is Ian Healy. Good morning, Heels. Morning, Gus. Lovely to be with you, mate. And hi, Izzy. Um, yeah, you put, you put it very completely there, uh, Baz. There's a few issues that don't <laughs> seem to be going away. And uh, the fact that JL did have a crack at that Queensland Cricket Australia um, staffer, and then it got leaked to the media by a player. Uh, it's not not good. There's a lot of internal unrest and now public debate. Well, that's interesting because my question to you was, what do the current players think of it all? But you've mentioned that a player's leaked it. Do we know who that player is? Yes, they do. Um, I, I believe so, uh, and. That's what Adam Gilchrist was talking. So he's another wicketkeeper on SEN in WA, mate. Um, early this week, he said they do know the players, uh, but the person he'd spoken to 
had told him who told the journo, right? So, so yeah, they they know, and I'm sure Langer knows, and and uh, they've still got issues to deal with. So just just keep working through it. Um, I, I think this this team were really rattled after poor performances in the West Indies and Bangladesh, and and you know your confidence gets really tested, and then you get a bit narky and you get upset by something the coach might have done, and a journo asks you the wrong question at the wrong time for you the right question at the right time for the journo. And he, and he gets the answer that he was looking for. So so there's little combinations in there that uh, aren't quite working. Yeah, well, you, you make mention of another wicketkeeper, Adam Gilchrist. Well, they've also got Tim Payne as part of the SEN setup as well. So that you can see yeah. Hutchie's hiring philosophy is very much around wicketkeepers. <laughs> We've got Ian Smith over here too. And I guess the keepers are obviously well, the, most, just, they're the smartest blokes in the cricket team. Yeah, exactly. He's not really going for wicket keeping. He's just going for intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. Mate, um, I also I noticed in Nick Hockley, the boss of Cricket Australia, I noticed in his release yesterday, he made mention of Justin Langer, how over the last 18 months he's had great success in test cricket. But you, you guys have literally played one series, which was against a depleted Indian side, and you got beaten. So are we sort of, are we just using words and using using sentences to just try and um, provide a little bit of uh, protection around Justin Langer? Yeah, see, you know too much. You're very intelligent. You you know <laughs> more what he's covering up, right? So it, it's a poor statement. Um, I, don't worry about Langer's success on the field. It hasn't been great in the last 12 months. I don't, I don't put that down to the coach. That's the players, you mm. know? Um, so... Uh, so go go back a bit. He's done an extremely good job since the, the sandpaper issue in South Africa to rebuild this squad. I don't think they're loved yet. Um, so uh, you know they've they've sorted out of the, sorted it out at a pre-season camp for the the player review and the, the sort of feedback the coach got that he's a bit too intense at times and you can't you probably can't do that uh, you know for long long periods. Which the last eighteen months with them being together under so much COVID pressure. Um, it would wear on you. Um, and then there's a new generation of person, isn't there? You'd know more mm. than me about the current player. They're, they seem to be more sensitive and they seem to be mm. um, not as responsive to full-on face-to-face feedback themselves. What, what do you reckon? Yeah, I do agree with that. I think it's a completely different setup. I guess I've got a 17-year-old boy as well, so... I kind of get a, a good understanding of that they are a different generation to what we're used to, and the millennials are they they just slightly, slightly differently wired. Um, but I guess uh, the job of the coach, right, is to, and I think JL's a very good coach. I think you know what he has done with um, that Australian side in the face of the, the the situation he was uh, he faced when he first took over is fantastic, but. Surely the job of a coach is not to impose necessarily your style, but to just get the best out of the team. And if the team is saying that they want it done differently, I would think you then have to do it differently, don't you? Yes. And they came out of that camp saying they're going to. Right. So now something's still festering there uh, with at least a player or two. Um, and, and we haven't really heard a player like Aaron Finch had a good time to chat in the media today he hasn't sort of come out and sort of said he's the best coach I've ever had you know it's sort of uh, yeah well no it's not for us to worry about the coach will sort himself out that type of that type of feeling in the media today rather than 
you know, out and out support. And, and then, as you mentioned, Nick Hockley, our CEO, who's just, he's a brand new CEO. Um, he's been interim in the last 12 months. He comes out and says, you know, that what, what you know, you read out about Lang. And I, I don't, he's not the boss of cricket. The boss of cricket's a chairman. So I'd, I'd like to see, I'd hope that chairman has has got as close as you can per, to a personal meeting with all of them. But, but if it's not personal, it's Zoom um, weekly for the last three weeks, trying to get to the bottom of this sort of stuff and making sure these players, as sensitive as they are, are very aware who's boss and what, what uh, sort of reins they've got to be pulling to get these performances improving. Yes, Hills, I was just going to go down that track as well. Like A lot of accountability has to go to the players as well. Like When teams are struggling, we seem to just blame the coach. In this case, do you yeah. think, that, think that's fair or, or players have to take some accountability as well? Oh, totally take a lot of responsibility. I'd say the majority of responsibility, right? But my, my thinking might be that JL has dominated the dressing room. So in, the, in my day, for example, the, ca- the captain dominated the dressing room and the coach pulled strings around him and, and sort of tidied up the environment with a group of senior players. So, so now Lang's gone in with, after the South African issue and had to be dominant and mightn't have stepped back well enough. Um, but, gee, their, their tactics were wrong against India at the end of last summer. They couldn't get India out in Sydney day five, Brisbane day five. But, gee, their strategies and tactics were wrong. There's a lot of people in that dressing room that should have been more responsible than the coach for that. Um, so, yeah, definitely the players. They're not improving enough, these players. You, you know, uh, for Baz, I made a bit of a list. Usman, Kawaja, you know, Travis Head. Aaron Finch, our short-form captain, is in a terrible run of form. Uh, David Warner, Steve Smith have gone cooled a little bit, while Marnus has gone has caught fire, you know. And our bowler's just a little bit patchy other than Pat Cummins. So there's a lot to do, and these players have got to get it done. That's their job. Yeah, and there's some big names there as well, and you're right. There's a few whose careers have sort of cooled somewhat, and it's no coincidence that yeah. Marnus Lavashane, who's early in his career and still has that hunger and fire to drive himself forward, has has dominated. I guess you, you made a point there around the, the captain normally drives a, a cricket team. Is there, under the current landscape of what's going on around the world and the demands of travelling and COVID, etc., is there um, an opportunity to look at perhaps separating the coaching structure to maybe a red ball captain, a uh, red ball coach and a white ball coach and then allowing the, the captains to drive the environment from there? Yes, definitely. Look, you you started in New Zealand, Baz. You just took charge, and you changed the style of the way New Zealand played their cricket. And and you you know you didn't sort of you tried to relieve as much pressure from your players as you possibly could. Yeah, don't worry, it's it's okay. It's just a bad day type attitudes, and and that's what needs to be done. The captain in there uh, can do all that, right? So I, I think we overrate the coaching job, and they crave consistency. You know. Can, can, I always said, let, let's get four coaches and each coach takes a quarter of the year. You know, like you get Alan Border with the team uh, for one quarter, then you get Steve Waugh, one quarter, Ricky Ponting, and anyone else you like, you know, get me for one quarter. And then guess what Alan Border's answer to that was? Well, I'm not doing Pakistan. <laughs> 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 so I thought, oh, God, there's another problem. 
<laughs> but, but I, you know, I think if we get people around that team, not necessarily a formal coach covering his backside so often, um, you know, just, just get that team humming. And uh, you guys showed us how you should do it. Um, like probably seven years ago, you started that. And, uh, you know, before this interview finishes, mate, I better really give New Zealand cricket a wrap. I don't know where it's going great, but it's certainly going well from an outsider's viewpoint. And uh, Kane Williamson's kept that team on the field very, very well. Yeah, I oh, thank you, mate. That's um, they are. They've got it. They've got it right. But they, you know what they've got, Hills? They've got the right people in the right seats on the bus, heading in the right direction, with a very clear vision, where you can be different and and you can do whatever you want, and you can have different motivations, but you're gonna you're committing to the New Zealand cricket team, and it's not Kane's team, even though he's captain. It's not Gary Stead, even though he's coach. It's the New Zealand cricket team, and you do whatever you can while you're there to leave it in a better place than you took it. And maybe, just maybe, that's where Australia has gone wrong at the moment. Yes, and I think we're closer to America than you guys. You know, you know the American sports are very specific with your role and then just get your job done, right? And, and everyone will be happy. You don't necessarily have to love everyone, you know, but we've built our, our performances on camaraderie and we're going away mm. from that And because blokes are doing jobs all around the world, short jobs in and out around the world, whether that be IPL, CPL, uh, BBL, um, and, and then they're getting used to that and they come back into the test team and the, the camaraderie aspect isn't as important in their psyche. Um, so we've, we've got, and that's what probably Lang has tried to, you know, reinitiate, and it hasn't gone down well. Something like that's happening in that room. That there's a clash of of uh, mentality somewhere. Hey, Hills, before we let you go, mate, any chance the All Blacks going to make it over to WA and go to Perth, or are they going to let us in, or what? What's happening? Oh God, it sounds like I've only just finished reading that. They, they, they'll let you in, but under the same circumstances as the public, which, which I think, yeah. I, by the sound of the premier's quote, he, he's. He just hasn't. He's covering something up. I, I'm pretty sure because these sporting teams have lived differently to the public, they will get some some relief in the quarantining issues. Mm. You know, you, you, I thought they'd be over there by now. Are they over there now? Are the Wallabies and All Blacks over there? No, I don't know about the Wallabies. I think Wallabies gone back, but I think the All Blacks are meant to leave Monday. But now we've just gone into lockdown, mate. So we're back. We're a bit like you blokes over there. We're in lockdown now. Yes, so then he's now accepting someone from a hotspot, a so-called hotspot, into into his state. So, which mm. he's been very uh, dangerous about. He's been very quick to shut down because he's very happy with his mining uh, royalties anyway. You know, so um, <laughs> I, and we, we're thinking the AFL is going to be played in Perth, the final series, but that that could be in real danger too. So. No, that, that, watch this space on that one because, uh, you know, maybe Brisbane, maybe the All Blacks just fly straight up to Brisbane. Here's an idea. Actually, well, the way you, your Wallabies actually, fellas are playing, you may as well just give us two points anyway, Hills. <laughs> well, do we get one for a forfeit? <laughs> for a forfeit, get a Brilliant. Anyway, mate, we better, we better let you go, but we really... Really appreciate you joining us on Baz and Izzy for breakfast, mate. And it's great to talk to Cheers, you. Cheers, Hills. To get your um, your thoughts on how things are sitting with Australian crickets. Thanks, mate. Yeah, lovely to be with you, boys. Thanks. Bye. Champion, Ian Healy, absolute legend of the game. One of my idols, actually, lads, growing up. 
watching Hills do his thing for the Australian cricket team. Not many people could keep the way he did, especially to when Shane Warne was doing his thing um, with leg spin on tricky surfaces. So great fella, a huge um, ambassador of Queensland, Brisbane, and also Australia, and he knows more than most about um, what that Australian cricket team needs. So fascinating. That's a watch this space, what's going on there. It's 8.21 in the morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.